0: Εκείνο το κήπεδο πλησιάζει την περιοχή και Κατέβασε και εσύ το πέτω Αλφα Απ και μη χάσεις ούτε ένα γκολ. Μπέτω Αλφα, ανεβήκα με κατηγορία. We can start this podcast in a positive light. We can do it with a smile on our faces. No one can fucking cap the beginning of this stream and put it on Facebook laughing at the hockey, as we're called. They can't do it because we fucking got a victory today. Welcome to No Chofters, powered by Bet on Alpha, the best betting company in Cyprus, hands down. Yeah. I'm still. I've got Mr. Roy here. How are you doing, young man?
1: How you I'm good. I'm good. Um, I know good. you're
0: good because you got your cap backwards. That's how I know you're good. And
1: the and the white always one 14. as well.
0: See, you've got the white one now, you've got the black one, you've got more than me. You're, you're more, cho- more more no-chopters merch up than I am, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's really- so, how the devil have you been?
1: Uh, Okay, okay. it's a really busy period at work. Uh, Just managed to come on on time. Actually, it's the earliest uh, I came back home uh, these last 10 days, let's say. So, yeah, just in time to watch the game. Always a lot more pleasant to talk uh, after a victory, even though I always say that um, the result is what, counts the most but you should always uh, evaluate what you've done right or wrong in all honesty I think we've played against the Apollon team which uh, similar to us uh, has quite a lot of problems Um, generally at home we tend to perform a a little bit better than uh, the away games our records a lot better uh, I'm going to agree with you that, uh, you know, we, we exchanged some messages and we were quite confident that we we're going to win the game today. Uh, you wrote it as well. Uh, I, I didn't say it or write it, but I felt it. I felt quite confident that we we're going to win. But at the end of the day, I don't think it uh, really changes the, the bigger picture um, of our team. We saw a different formation again today. Uh, the experimenting continues but we'll get into that with more detail uh, leon uh, so yeah yeah i'm gonna let you start and uh, you know let's uh, talk about the starting lineup how you how you saw the game let me even okay. though i i know most of the things because we're exchanging messages throughout the game but you know for mm-hmm. for the people you know Waiting to hear what we have to say.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So for those cheers, of you guys. who cheers, there you go. So for those of you who watch the uh, this is Mappa podcast that we do, uh, the show the other day we were discussing Abolon's victory uh, against Baralimni. and what we noticed from that was Hamas and um, Alasami were on the left hand side. Okay, so Alasami was left back, Hamas was left wing. Bitta was in a number ten role. He was drifting, so they didn't really have a specific outlet going through the middle. Zandi was on the bench. Um, they didn't have an out and out right winger, so there was a lot of emphasis on Mavrias no. going forward.
1: Zandi was in
0: the playing. Water. Yeah, no, but against Paralimni.
1: Ah, sorry, ah, sorry,
0: okay. but tonight what we had was practically a. It, it wasn't the same lineup. Obviously, as you mentioned, Zandi was playing, but as a number ten. And I I understand that the reason why they played him as a 10, because they know that the lines between our centre-backs and our central midfielders, they're quite deep. They're quite long. So he was going to get a lot of time on the ball or perhaps a lot more joy on the ball. But their right-hand side was very, very brittle. It was only Mavrias making runs uh, on that right-hand side. Bito, again, was dropping into those wide areas. They didn't have an outlet through the middle. They didn't have a presence through the middle up front. Hamas and um, al had a lot of joy on that left-hand side. So in the WhatsApp group prior to the game, I said, look, if they go with those two on their left-hand side, we need to get at them on their right-hand side. Yeah. And lo and behold, our first attack, goal scorer, was Bruno, a guy that played on our left-hand side that was moving in central. And to be honest, the first 20 minutes, I got no problems with the way that we played. It was very similar to the the Ayek game. We started on the front foot. We got an early goal. And once we scored that goal, all right, I wouldn't say we took the foot off the gas, but we invited pressure. But as I was saying before, they didn't have an outlet. A lot of the time when the ball was on their left-hand side, because that was their main area of strength, they had four players. They had Zrandi dropping that area. They had Alessami, you had Hamas, and you had Uziad Arrecio. They were the four players in that area that were getting through us. But again, you're getting through us, but there's nothing central. And I was saying to you guys at half time, watch them bring on Hendy or Dingini and they're going to switch systems and be more potent uh, up front. But to be honest, up until half time, I didn't really see them causing us any problems. There was one uh, challenge from Gipso, from Gipso, they had a few shots Ran. they had a shot, but there was nothing heart in mouth kind of uh, thing. Um, Offensively, we were good. I like Adam Lang's new haircut. It reminds you of done in the '90s, proper US Marine style, and he played like a fucking Marine tonight. Um, middle of the park, Bashiru again. Ten out of ten performance. I, I I can't fault him whatsoever. Guso had a couple of moments which I got a little bit pissed off about. His final ball was a bit poor, but he made up for it with with the second goal, which we're going to go into later. But in terms of our lineup, Roy. I didn't see any surprises. And by that, I mean, I fully expected Lesiak to be on the bench after that performance. Um, I don't think he could argue with being on the bench, Um, going too up front, albeit both of our front men playing more like the Garia more than anything. Yeah. It was a bit of a surprise for me, but it was a system that I expected, and the system, you expected the system. Yeah, yeah 100%. percent. I, okay. I knew he had to switch things up. And the reason why I say this is because against Ayek, while the 4-2-3-1 was working for a quarter of the game, when we were going getting forward, there weren't enough bodies in the box. And you can't just rely on cutting to, to, to be the, the, the focal point because he likes to drop deep. And as we saw today, he effectively played as a number nine up until, I'd say, the half-hour mark. And then he and Hooper switched. So you'd see Hooper as a number nine and Karim and as a 10, which looks like he's more comfortable doing, being that Sheringham kind of player. Do you know what I mean? Wow. That Cantona yeah. kind of role where he drops deep and plays anywhere. He's not yep. your number nine. But again, first half we go in comfortable. Talk to me about the lineup when you first saw it, Filipe. Okay, uh, for me, I, again...
1: I don't uh, there's no surprises in what sense. So the, the lineup. Um I was happy to see So start the game. Uh, obviously Salty was gonna start because Matthews was uh, injured. The duo at the back, he's trying maybe to I don't know, keep Miletic and Lang as a, as his duo. Uh, he's insisting in that duo even but, though a but few that's weeks what we ago. Were saying. Yeah. Thank you. He was insisting, Thank you. he was playing Jouste and leaving Adam out a lot, but now it seems he switched that. Uh, I'm going to repeat what I say, and I'm going to repeat it after a, a game where the defenders weren't that bad, the, the central duo. I want to see more of Panayodu. I don't know why Panayodu has disappeared. He doesn't deserve this, but uh, in fairness, they had a decent game, both of them uh middle of the park i'm not gonna say i was shocked to see Hambo stay out but maybe a little bit surprised um okay kusu and, and uh Bashiru, i think they didn't work together as a team uh bash was they worked more individually rather than as a duo in the in the midfield if that makes sense yeah, but bro,
0: there's there something that I said in the WhatsApp group. When Robege or Jovanovic had the ball uh, at centre back, no one was pressing them, right? Yeah. It was only when Spoljaric got the ball in front no, of them. Bash the only person here. that pressed was Bash. Yeah. Bash was the only one that pressed. So perhaps that that was the idea. Because yeah. let's get it right. Gusu and Bash are that protection in front of the two centre backs. They're, they're that protection. And I think, while, as I said, I don't think that kuush is made for these derby games he didn't have a bad game he didn't have a bad game um that being said he did his job so I can't really
1: I mean you know no you? what I'm saying is that they didn't work as a as a duo maybe because they've got the, the, the both of them are more like a six okay bash I think can can play the role of a number eight or a Box to box.
0: uh, Look how many times they played with each other. Look how many times they played with each other. I don't think it's that many, bruv.
1: No. Think about it. Bash has been
0: here for close. Yeah, he's been here for a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah, but also been out for over a year. Yeah. So okay, but I'm not. I'm.
1: I can understand the reasons why, but what I'm saying is okay. They work more individually rather than as a couple. I think. Um. Bruno again, decent game from both of them.
0: Uh I think Bruno was exceptional, man. Yeah. I think he was exceptional. Forget the goal. I think his yeah. work rate was brilliant. And the fact that there was one point in the game where Zrandi broke through and he tracked him the whole fucking way and nicked the ball off him. I'm like. Yeah, this is the energy and this is the intensity that we want to see, and I think that's the key word intensity. We saw that tonight, something that yeah. we've lacked all season the intensity, the shit housing, the fight, the aggression. That was brilliant, and as you see at the bottom. They worked harder than Santa's elves. That's that's what I believe, anyway.
1: Um, yeah, um, the person who is probably my MVP of the game is Kareem. Kareem, like you said, played the, in a more free role. And I think having two up top helped him as well to bring out the best of him. Uh, you came that with him we, as your MVP? Kareem. Kareem and Psalti, for me, are the two... Yeah, is my camp.
0: guy, man. Today, he was, he was uh, man-possessed.
1: He, he deserves uh, a lot of credit because... He's never going to be a fan's favourite. He
0: what are you Last team... about? He's John Cena. What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> yeah, but uh, you you know what I'm saying. You know, sometimes... Uh... Yeah, I
0: know, man. But the thing is, that it's, it's always got to be the glamorous players that is a fan favourite. But I tell you what, exactly today, from minute one to the time he went off, right, he was a fucking gladiator. He yeah. took kicks left, right and centre. He was knocked down to the ground. He had someone stepped on his head at one point, I think. And for him to continue, he didn't bitch. He came. He came off the pitch a couple of times to get treatment. Came back on, and he got a fucking assist. And I tell you what, that run that he made, he made it from fucking his own half, bruv. Like start, oh, yeah. start from his own half.
1: Yeah. So yeah, um, f- for me, Paris and uh, Kareem uh, are my MVPs of the of tonight's game, and uh, I think I'm going to give it to to Paris. Uh because oh now you're team. giving it to him. <laughs> no, I said I said Karim and Paris. I was trying okay. to decide between the two okay. of them. Okay. Yeah, okay. but I okay. think I'm gonna give it to Paris for the reasons you explained, and uh yeah, so Paris is uh very solid. Uh, okay. I don't I don't wanna obviously I'm I'm happy with the win. Uh, the performance at time was good. We saw more intensity, we saw a bit more logic. In the game, but let's not forget it's I'm not gonna say abolon is is, is this of the same caliber of uh, as olin or karmiodisa or Chloraka that we played the other day, but abolon is also a team that faces a lot of problems, they're not in the they don't have the right mindset, I think psychologically, they're not doing very well, they're not a team that creates a lot. So even though it's, it's good that we've won and we're back in the top six, we're on fifth position currently, same points with Apollon. Obviously, Apollon's got a game in hand with Ael. But, you know, uh, we're still fifth, sixth, and uh, it doesn't... Today's win doesn't, you know, isn't enough to change the general idea that we have of this team, which is their instability at times. But if you isolate the game, I believe okay, it was it was a good win. But you have to build. Ooh, bro, I think, I think it's
0: been our best. I think it's it's been our best league performance this season overall. Possibly, possibly as league time, but, overall.
1: But but I um. I don't rate a on and and I said I I wrote something on the WhatsApp group as well. I think today. Was a battle between probably two of the weakest managers in the league.
0: Yeah, I know, I get it, man. I get it. Look, my Abonlon's head coach has only been there for a cup of coffee. He's only been there a few weeks, right? And he's not a, an experienced head coach. He, he was promoted from the from the under twenty ones, if I'm not mistaken, on Magridis, right? Yeah. So he hasn't he hasn't been there for for long. But what I will say, right, is. Um, Look, when I when I saw Abolon's lineup, I was a little bit confused because when I saw Dingini, Dabo, and Kendi on the bench, they're three central strikers. Bita isn't a centre forward. He's he's effectively a deguard. He isn't a centre forward, right? For them not to play any of them against our two centre backs, who we've said for weeks cannot deal with crosses in the box, you're thinking two big guys up front. Give them problems. Get the ball out wide. Pop it in the box. you got the wide men to do it. And they didn't do it. They didn't select them. And and for me, the moment I saw that lineup, I thought, yeah, we're going to win this one. Unless they bring them on second half and really go at us, which when they brought in Hendy and VAR, they played 10 yards further out the field. They played with more speed. You know, one more, more two-touch and then touch it, uh, passing, so to speak. You know, none of this dwelling on the ball for too much. Mavria's got the ball out wide a lot and, and crossed it in the box. But... Apart from one save from Uzoha, 1-0 from the set piece, which was a near post header, yeah. they didn't really cause us any problems. When we got the second goal, there was that chance where it was crossed across the face of the box and then uzoha has got a touch and Dingini was, was sliding yeah. in. It went in front of him. But again, they didn't cause us any problems. But I'll tell you what, this isn't a knock on Abolon. This is praising us defensively because we got bodies back in numbers. Our wide men were tracking runners, right? The overlap was on at some point, but then we'd stop it. So there weren't occasions, or I should say there weren't many occasions where they got in behind us in wide areas because the wingers were doing the tracking, right? And what I will say, again, another thing that I noticed, when we were defending corners, there were three, in fact, four occasions where we had four defenders across the six-yard box, yeah, marking zonally, and we had two players, on either stick yeah so we had one on the front stick and one on the back stick right so it was bash on one post and gifts on the other post because yeah. we've been conceding yeah. goals from corners right because we had no one on the fucking sticks but here we go get the man on the stick when the ball is delivered you you, you know when you you clear your lines you run out right the only gripe i will have the only moan i will have about today is we weren't winning uh, second balls. That's the main problem I had today because we'd, we'd clear our lines and there'd be no one on the end of a second ball and then it'd just be recycled from them. It happened a few times in the first half, right? But in all fairness, we exploited them in areas that they were weak. And while we didn't create many opportunities, I think apart from Hooper's shot that was saved, I can't remember their goalkeeper having, the were having much to do. That being said, mm-hmm. the, the the two or three main chances we scored. Okay, friend, of goggle had a chance at the end, which he should have scored, in my opinion. Um, but he, I don't know what he was thinking. I think that was. a I think you got he confused
1: speaking. with with Bruno. Bruno confused him there a little bit. You know, there were I don't know what it was.
0: Well, no, because I, I think Bruno Bruno timed timed the pass extremely well. He timed it very well because he had options, and the the main option the the outlet was goggle to the left of him, and he played it, but. This is me not being critical of Gagol. What I will say about him is, I think I said it before, he's an instinctive striker. And by that, I mean, if you give him time to think with the ball, no. more often than not, he lost his lines. Yeah. Yeah. But give him half a chance or a split second to think, he's putting that yeah. ball away. Look at all the goals that he scored for us, especially the one today. Ball's whipped in from Sabdi. He's only had half a chance. He hasn't smashed it, whatever. He's just put it in the, in, in the back of the net. So I can't, you know, really shit on the kid too much, you know. And as I said before in the in the WhatsApp group at halftime, don't be surprised if he comes on for either Hooper or or a True. cutting because he gives you the he gives you the legs. And yeah. look, Roberge is 35, 36, however old he is. He ain't got legs, right? Yeah. You saw him tra- you saw him attempting to track goggle He didn't try he couldn't track him. Yeah. Because by the time he noticed the ball going out wide, Guggle's already in the box. Uh-huh. So Look, I think overall it was a fantastic performance. When you talk man for man, it was brilliant. There's a few little stages where, all right, they threatened us, but it wasn't heart in mouth kind of moment. They had a couple of shots from Saha outside the box, which were shut down or blocked out wide, uh, blocked out wide for a corner. So, again, man, as I said it was it was a much more uh, intense performance. We got we defended well in numbers. All right, if I want to have another gripe. Perhaps we didn't get bodies forward in numbers, but again, like you know, the, the chances that we created they were open chances. So it's not as if like we relied on half chances. The two goals that we scored were clear one v one situations. Yeah. So we created. I mean, I haven't heard what the what the coach has said in his press conference. I was watching yeah. the the Arbolon coach, and he was getting. Yeah,
1: I was watching him as well, but then we had to start course, the live. So yeah,
0: I'm gonna. Dax, yeah, what do you expect? Um exactly and you know what they asked him what about uh, Medagrafez what about signings and he's like well two or three signings ain't going to change nothing <laughs> yeah, well that's oh. something that's gonna
1: yeah we, I'm, I'm curious to see tomorrow on Total Green when we're going to have Simos Tarabuluzi what he's going to say about stuff like well, that well, but
0: yeah that, res, that result has made his life a whole lot easier hasn't it <laughs>
1: Oh, it depends. Uh, let's not get carried away. That's what I'm trying to say. I think I think that, that there are definitely mm, a lot more positives than negatives when it comes to this game. But again, that's only if you isolate today's game. If you see the greater picture, we're still a lot far away from uh, our our targets, and we've got a lot of teams. Uh, in front of us and uh, we need to have uh, a run you know so we can start considering something more than the, the top six but yeah I think we started off the game uh, the early goal which was a really nice goal as well if we have to talk about it was a, a really nice goal like I liked uh, the whole build up to the, to the play the way Hooper uh, let the ball you know Roll to, to I mean, the, Bruno. yeah, the Bruno's finish uh, top corner, top pins, you know, nice goal. I think that didn't uh, help Abollon, you know, that it gave us a a, b- a little bit of more psychology, and uh, it confused Abolon a little bit more. But mm-hmm. I think after the twentieth minute, they they started playing a bit further up, and. Um, it was strange because at halftime, I haven't seen the statistics at full-time, but at halftime, we had one shot on goal, uh, one attempt to go, one shot on goal, so only one goal. But the impression you had was that and abolon had three and one, one on target. Mm-hmm. But it didn't seem like, you know, abolon was the better team. It was... We were a lot better the first 20 minutes, I think. And then from the 20th minute onwards... Maybe Abollon held the position, but they weren't really a threat to, to us. We, we we kept them quite
0: comfortably. Well, they, they didn't pose a threat because they didn't have anyone up front.
1: There you go. Um, the, the second half, as you said, you know, you, you expected that you're going to see some changes, uh, both from Abollon and our team as well. Mm-hmm. Um Overall, I think the second half as well, we, we dealt with it quite comfortably. I think, yeah, uh, obviously, he, he was, uh, Ferreira was going to put some other players, but then we got the second goal, so he changed his opinion. And uh, I, I think we kept the. Quite comfortably, like you said, other than the save that uh, Francis had to make, Medo, Jeff Ayyan, Jamebudi. Epgang where, where and Jaguamia Fassin, where Digini slid. But, you know, I, I think maybe Francis put his fingers to it as well, you know, there.
0: I, I thought yeah, Francis... On, yeah. He diverted it. He diverted it away. Yeah. In fact, there was a save he made from Roberge's header, which is a free yeah. header from the corner, which Psati should have been picking him up. But again, if that went past Uzoho, we had a man on the line. Yeah. A man on the stick,
1: so... Yeah, and uh, I think Francis had a really good game as well. The yeah. way he... he I think he was the leader of the back of the of the defense today, Francis. Uh, yeah, but what
0: I will say, Francis, please, bruv, work on your kicking. Mm. Work on your kicking, <laughs> like, bro. Like when he gets above his feet, I'm thinking, oh, where's he gonna go? <laughs> so where's he gonna go? Yeah. And Daxie, man, it is what. It all is. All is all it all like- I'm
1: gonna say because you know, to, today for me, another very important uh, occasion is that uh, my favorite player was, was back on the bench Fabiano you know so uh, Fra- Francis was was quite good for us since uh, Fabi got injured so you know um, mm. he's, he's done a, a really good job Francis and uh, okay but it was a, it's very important that Fabi is back as well. So overall, you know, if I have to say a few things about today's game, uh, is that it seemed to me that uh, maybe the, the job and the talk in the dressing room showed a little bit today. they seem to learn from their mistakes, what you said about the set pieces. Having players on the stick, keeping the lines, the intensity, the shit housing, you, you could see at points that they wanted it more. Okay, obviously we're not there. We're not, we can't expect, you know, to go from an average or below average performance to start playing, you know, football, which is, you know, uh, a number. Uh, we did see some good things overall, but like I said, it doesn't change the overall um, impression I've got uh, of the team and definitely it, it doesn't change uh, what should be done on all levels Still you ammonia. Know, this is what I believe. Mm.
0: Well, before we carry on, I just want to big up Hal. how Stewart, right? He is living in Cyprus, Fred was Right? He uh, runs a podcast called The Sheffield United Way. It's a fantastic okay. podcast. Fantastic guests. Okay. And today he went to a Cypriot third division game between Abeb and Abea. Okay. You know, okay. This Abea across the Abeb with Bravo. There you go. That is dedication, man. He lives in Cyprus and he goes to a third division game. Big him up, man. Come on. Come on. Um, yeah,
1: big, what, this, big up. This,
0: there's something. Wait, wait, There's make. uh and,
1: Andy, Papa Stavri out, Tarapuluz is out, Riori's out. <laughs> yeah, them all out. out. <laughs> yeah,
0: them
1: <they're> all out. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> well
0: look, um, this this video footage is actually I took it from my phone because I haven't downloaded it on the fucking um what's it called? On a... Uh, from thing primetel but this is the goal yeah that's uh as you can see it's from my television screen right but what i want to say look at Gusso, he's he's received the ball from barker yeah so yeah. barker's yeah and look at this one touch pass i mean that's brilliant man look at that yeah, it's fantastic look I've, I've been shitting on him right and i'll be the first to admit that ball it's fucking sexy, man. I mean, look at that. It is it is it, is, it is, it is. That is it perfect, is. man. It's perfect. So, I'll give Gursu his flowers, man. Yeah, I'll give him his sure. flowers. He deserved that. And I'll tell you what now. Another thing. Barker. Barker is starting to impress me a bit as well. Because, let's get it right. Wasn't it his uh, his quick thinking against Kloraga, um, which played Lesiak's in? So, he's had a couple of influential moments, shall we say. I'm not getting on this bandwagon that he's going to be the next fucking, you know, Nuna relax. Okay? But I'm giving players their flowers because I can't shit on anyone after a victory. I can't. I really can't. Because we've been complaining about victories. We've been complaining about, you know, not winning games. We've been complaining about the game against Ajax, whatever. All right, Abolon ain't. You know, a, 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 a special team, right? In fact, I think only Anortosi are worse than them at the moment. You could you could say Ael, but at least Ael won their last game, you know? So, look, it, it's a victory. If we don't, it, it goes back to what I said, this lose lose situation. If we'd have uh, lost the game, Nice would have been out. We've won the game, and people are messaging me saying it should have been four. Well, I don't care. Like I keep saying, yeah? Give me. 20 25 26 1 0 victories this season. I don't give a shit. don't care, yeah.
1: But you don't see that, that's what I'm saying. That over, I'm, I'm not shitting. Oh,
0: I agree, we don't see that, which is why we're not top.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 need to, we need to have uh, more stability, we need to see more of that. We have to start winning away from home. I mean, eight games, uh, four points out of possible 24 points. We've got. We've got four points away from home. Uh, that's something we, we need to see. Um, with Ferreira, okay, this was the fourth derby game. Uh, we played against uh, okay, we won an ortho. drew with Aris, lost to Apuel, and we won a ball. Long. but yeah, we we need to see a lot more stability and like i always say the result is what counts the most but at the same time you have to see what we're doing right or wrong you know
0: hello Rodri, mister i told you so you'd love to see it yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah mate i i'm i'm thrilled with the with the performance overall um, I made a shit ton of notes as well. I actually made a shit ton of notes. Um, but again, I, I, can't, I can't sit here and say like, oh, this one didn't play well, this one didn't play well, blah, 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 blah. You know, as I said, it's, it's an ugly win. Um, but I, I don't care. I really don't care. We needed this win. We, we absolutely needed it. Just, just for the confidence and something to go into the, the Christmas break. You know, we needed it. And don't
1: get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. A a win is all. I I started the pot saying that it's always a lot more pleasant talking after we win a game. No matter what, you know, it's the three points uh, count the most, you know. But at the end of the day, like we said, even when we won the cup, we said it shouldn't let it number any, Bula or Chris Calforar.
0: Paper over the cracks.
1: Paper over the cracks, you know. Uh, we need a lot more stability. We need a lot of intensity. We need uh, the manager needs to convince us that he has a lot more potential um, to build the team from the beginning and uh, have what it takes. The Domedal on do Uh We need to see players show that they care a lot more, you know. And uh, we need a lot more than what we saw today. And the game today is it, it is what it is you know I mean okay you're gonna tell me you're gonna complain when you lose and you're gonna complain when you win no that's not what I'm saying but at the end of the day you have to see who who you got up against who you are against who you're playing against with so overall we bravina gonna... marvelous women bravertio e e alla si e l'ambexnidin di genigini con and di somala se non bulalo e tu non bulalio ho anni sentaxi ok si va stai sida minima la dora No fumilo
0: ok
1: one thing i wanted to ask you i think we 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 touched it a little bit in previous uh, pods. Um, I don't know I mean was Okay. You said uh, that we touched on something what did we
0: touch on?
1: <laughs> no 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 yeah I, I was gonna say about what do you think can change
0: uh, in the transfer window in January. Well, we certainly need a centre back. Certainly need a centre back. Yeah. Um, but I've been saying this for for weeks, and we definitely need a left-footed centre back. And I know people are going to say Panna, 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 but you know he's still young. He's still young, and while he's a very good player, I don't know why he's not playing. I really can't put my finger on it. I really can't. I, I don't know what he's done wrong. I don't know if there's something that the manager has seen in training that maybe thinks that he's, he's not ready to play in this team or this style. I, I really don't know. I really don't know, but I, we desperately need a centre-back. That is for starters. Okay. As for other areas of the pitch, again, difficult for me to say because Zaha is still recovering. Um, he's had a very, very difficult injury. And a lot of people have got on his back. But when this lad has been carrying an injury for close to a year, an injury that keeps recurring, it isn't his fault. But fortunately, he's getting the right rehabilitation now. And hopefully, he'll return and, and be the player that we think, or you know, us as a pod think, he can he can really make an impact on this club. Because I think as, as a winger, he's the most tr- traditional winger we have. Him and Barker are the two traditional wingers we have. Right? And by traditional winger, I mean a guy that hugs the touchline, runs at fullbacks. Yeah, you could say that Bruno and will do, but they're very inverted. They like to play more central when they're on the ball. I've, I, I don't see Loizu hugging the touchline every single minute of the game. He's always looking to run inside or whatever. And while, yeah, you could say if you're a traditional winger, it's predictable because you're only running you know, up and down the pitch. When you've got that outlet, when you've got players that play the boy between the centre-back and the full-back, you need that runner. And I think he's got the ability to beat a man. I think yeah. he does. So, again, I, I don't want to pin our hopes on Zaha because it's not fair on the, on the guy and it's, it's being unrealistic as well. But he's a good option to have. So would I want another winger? For now, probably not. But we definitely need a guy that can score goals, man. We definitely need the centre-forward. And again, this isn't a knock on Hooper. This isn't a knock on Gagu. But Tim Mataves, you know, we brought him on for the last five minutes or ten minutes against Aik, and all we were doing is lumping the ball along to him. Now, it's not his fault that he's not playing. I can't give him stick for not playing. But we need a guy that can score us goals. That being said, in this league, can you think of three guys that can get you 10, 15 goals a season? Can you, th- can you think of that
1: listen we, we spoke about this uh, on many occasions I, I think this is uh, worldwide it doesn't it, it's not uh, something to do with uh, just the Cypriot League obviously there no, it isn't is
0: a... it isn't and this is something that my, my friend Steve said on a, a podcast i will do with him he says it's probably because a lot of teams especially at academy level they play four two three one. So you don't need more than one centre-forward to play every game. So what you're doing, you're developing midfielders, you're developing winners, but you're not developing strikers. And it's no coincidence that if you look throughout the world, who is the the best out-and-out number nine at the moment? You can say Harry Kane, although he's more like a 10 now. Lewandowski, well, you know, he's he's losing it a little bit after that fucking World Cup. Holland. So in terms of centre-forward, Mbappe is in the centre-forward, clearly. So, yes, anyway. Mitrović, Vlahović, Mitrovic, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but it's, but it's
1: yeah. not like the late '90s where you can think of Basto and Ronaldo. Yeah, and yeah. And every that's... team, every team. Like I feel I'm at a point where the guy centre forward just, Borussia Noerenas never go spend the jalos na the game. All he scores 15 or 18 goals and he's fucking shit, you know. So. You, you can see us or Jairo, Fedos center he's got 10 goals and he was out for like two two months or he was injured for over a month or so. I think he, he got injured when, when he played against us, was it? Was it that game? When, say, say again, who? Zairo from Pafos. Zairo. Yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know. Yeah, he, he's the only, I think he's got 10 goals now and he was out, Adios, uh, yeah. he was out injured. But look at like the look at Triskovsky, or look at you know, Apollon hasn't got a striker that scores goals, Anorthosi hasn't got a striker that scores goals, Abuel hasn't got a striker that scores goals, Omonia hasn't got a striker that scores goals. So, uh, overall, I I don't know how easy it is to find uh, a player. In January, that's gonna make the difference, and and have the toef col on derman bulalume bolles forés. Ebi ino miso engaldez konbuzelume. Ego bistevo di thelume, no vos tipo de centre back thelume, thelume no vos tipo de winger. Uh, I don't disagree. O di kria zuma centre for. Apla uh, metaton banaiotu. Theorod uh, giós poa dikite parapano eno eno kakullis gioca con l'iso li poten bene prospatì valli gol e in queste fasi esi tachitano esi doppres esi forespotone vallamene una vez che fterò andi una alla bravo non sento ma vumente ho proponitismo di i pop sinduti che ho sistemi la formation piraman eh Αλλά ναι, γεννικά χρειάζονται παίχτες. ενά συμφωνήσω με κάτι που είπε ο, ο Μακρίδης, ο προπονητής του Απόλλωνα, ότι είναι αυτό τριών παίχτων για να αλλάξει η γενική εικόνα. Και, και πάντα η μεταγραφική του Γενάρη εντιαμένει όχι για να μπορείς να χτίσεις ξανά την ομάδα, αλλά να διορθώσει κάποιε αδυναμίες που μπορεί να έχει. Overall, the, uh, our team is, is average or below average. You remember we were exchanging messages on the WhatsApp group, and uh, realistically, most of the players are rather average or below average. So, I don't know how easy easy it is to find a player in January. but the thing is, bro, yeah, I'm not trying to be funny, right?
0: I'm not trying to be funny, but average squads can be successful if they play to their strengths. No disrespect, but that Greece Euro 2004 squad says it all. Does it not? Were there any world-class players? Were there any players that you could turn around and say, yeah, you know, he'd, he'd be lethal, in Serie A or the Premier League or wherever, none of them.
1: Yeah, but we no, don't I'm have not, we, we don't have the character. We don't have the identity. We don't have. I agree. I agree, so and I've said it many it. times on the pod that the, the eleven who who together play the best. I, I prefer them to the eleven best players. But what does that mean? Um,
0: what does that mean?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> But, yeah, I, I do agree with what you're saying that, you know, an average team. But that means that you have to to be, if, for example, you're an average team of like a six and a half, a seven, you have to play that every week in, week out. We play seven and a half, eight, then we play three, four, you know, and then the average goes to. So, I don't know. I don't know. Um, there's,
0: no, there's no consistency in the lineups either. Yeah.
1: Yeah, nor the system, nor the
0: lineups, nor the performances of players. Well, well, the system today for me was was brilliant. I think anyway, in terms of the how they worked. Because listen, to the different, the main difference for um, today, as opposed to any other game this season, barring United away from home, was the work rate. Yeah. it was the work rate. And again, I don't, I don't want to shit on these players, but. Effort is a given, right? Tracking runners—that's standard. Clearing your lines, winning the second ball—it's standard. Textbook yeah? things, precisely. If you were going to write a handbook, football for dummies, these things would be in there. That—that's what it is, bro. Honestly, that'll be it. Oi, yeah. my guy. Is that—is that Ben? Or is that Jason? Ah, come on, my guy. Um, so look, it, it's a given. Effort is a given, right? So do a watch along tomorrow. Eh? if if I was gonna do that, I'd get people calling me from the club saying please stop your stream. <laughs> please stop your streaming, i <laughs> or I might get death threats. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I don't mind. I haven't had death threats for about a year now. So mm-hmm. let's let's go with that. Let's go with death threats. Uh, um
1: yeah, go ahead.
0: Well, yeah, you know. I, I don't know what else to um, to say to. I'm not. Listen, I'm not not to try to convince you, but at the same time, I, I think we need to stay a bit more positive than this. Look, I, I, I get it. I haven't. S- have you got the quotes from the? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm,
1: this is what I'm waiting to read.
0: Uh... Yeah, because what I, what I saw right with um, with with the the pre match, like you know when they interviewed him on OFC TV. Yeah, yeah. Right. He said he used the word details a lot. Okay. That we need to pay attention to the details, whether the small details, and perhaps this is what he meant in terms of the work rate, in terms of defending in numbers, in terms of stopping ball watching, tracking okay. the runners, details. But maybe that's what he meant. I don't know. Sorry, you were saying.
1: No, I was gonna. I was gonna read the uh, the aspects in di budu yani ka pla eko na minimadame desic formazi suroi prodavo laherume nga lo pormoni di ani kame nga lo pormoni di kanoza kame nga sente bako posoro bears. Έμαστε άλλη ομάδα, με σωστές με εγγραφές θα σας άσουν. Φίλε, κοίτα, μπορείς να βελτιωθείς ε, ως ένα σημείο που κι αν θεωρώ ότι είναι πιο τα, τα θέματα. Όταν έχεις ποτοσφαιριστές του οποίους έκλεισες τους που τον Ιούλη, τον Αύγουστο και τον Ανδεκέβριο και ακόμα έβραν τα πατήματα του ή προσφέραν ελάχιστα, α πούμε... Ή στην καλύτερη περίπτωση λίγο παραπάνω από το Average, δεν είναι εύκολο να βρεις παίχτες μέσα στην Ευρώπη για να τους πείσεις να έρθεις σε μια ομάδα που είναι εκτός ε, πορείας της Ευρώπης και να προσαρμοστούν. Δηλαδή, αν μοιάζεις να παίχνεις τον Ιούλη και ευκύσου τον Οκτώβρη, ε, no harm, no foul. Αν μοιάζεις να παίχνεις ως 5 του Γενάρη, Και παίξεις ο Φκίσου Μάρτιν, είναι οι οι παίχτες που φκένουν. Και το Γενάριν έρχεσαι αντικαταστήσεις και όλοι να προσθέσεις βάθος. Και η Ομόνια χρειάζεται και το βάθος και την ενίσχυση και μπορεί να είναι Με την ενδιαμία που το λαλώ, οπότε προπονητήν κατά πόσο μπορούμε... Όχι μπορούμε, μπο- μπορούμε να αλλάξουμε, να θέλουμε, αλλά δεν ξέρω πόσον βοηθάσουν την περίπτωση. Ενάρτηκε τεχνικός διευθυντής, ο οποίος θεωρώ ότι πλέον εξεκαθαρών ότι με οριζόνταν την επόμενη ή τες σεζόν. Επειδή ούτε να αποφασίσει μπορεί τώρα για τους παίχτες που να, έρθουν, να την ομάδα για να μπορεί να so and uh, right. I, 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 take,
0: yeah. I, I take some objection to that comment about and Galombro Like the guy has only been here five minutes, and I keep saying this, it's not his squad. It's not his squad. Right? And while people are gonna say, well, the guy at Abuel, he had the same you know, he had the same squad as Sofroni, and they, they've improved, but we know that they've had less games to worry about. And sure, you can't argue that they've, got a, that they've got a better squad or they haven't got a better squad. Because for me, they do. They do. They've got strength in numbers. And that's key. That's key, right? So if Donis gets injured, they, they can bring on, I don't know, Ndongala. If, um, I don't know, uh, Marquinhos gets injured, they've got Dalcio. They've got, they've got stronger replacements. But, again, this comment is bang on the money. Half or more of these players, it's their third manager. Excuses for them are over, so they need to step up today. They showed improvement for sure. This is dead on the money. Dead on the money. Wallahi, well done. That
1: is... I mentioned that on Total Green on Monday as well. That is the third manager that uh, coaches them, but I, I also said it to not defend them, but at the same time, it's it's not very easy to understand. It's like you've got a different uh, boss at work, and everyone has a different opinion about how he wants you to to work as well. So, um, you know, bro, there's also
0: something that Gosta said on Total Green, which we said on our pod in terms of Lesix defending, yeah. in terms of the the shape of the the team when I scored the goal. The shape yeah. was brilliant in terms of the two front men. The form is we've, we've done this dance already. Yeah. So um, you know, I like the fact that you guys are echoing what we say on this pod because yeah. maybe people will understand that we actually know a thing or two about this this fucking sport. But anyway, sorry, you were saying about this pre- press conference because here there's, yes. there's a comment about the press. I go
1: Okay, anaridi gat. Ijame mía exeredi gierhi ena orion golsta tria lepta, metaijame katkes <laughs> dinadodi des tin an debitesi i ati pigan prostai ke ijame piroies. Den kaname sotese piroies, i emine to ena mi Δεν δεχθήκαμε μεγάλε ευκαιρίε. Στο δεύτερο ενήχρονο ξέραμε πω θα έβγαιναν περισσότεροι παίχτε του Απόλλωνα μπροστά, θέλαμε να το εκμεταλλευτούμε. Είχαμε προποθέσει. Ευτυχώ χωράραμε το 2-0 και είμαι πολύ χαρούμενο με το παιχνίδι. Το πιο σημαντικό είναι ότι δείξαμε πω δεν είμαστε νεκροί. Μπορούμε να ανταγωνιστούμε. Σχετικά με την απόφαση να ξεκινήσει με Χούπερ, αν σα αριφά στην επίθεση και αν ταιριάζει περισσότερο. Μετά από μια νίκη θα ήταν εύκολο να πω ναι, αλλά πρέπει να το αναλύσουμε. Είχαμε περισσότερε επιλογέ από την προηγούμενη εβδομάδα. Μα βοήθησε το ότι παίξαμε έτσι στο να κρατήσουμε την μπάλα ανάμεσα στι γραμμέ του αντιπάλου. Θα δούμε για το μέλλον. Σήμερα δούλεψε. Ναι, φάνηκε ότι για σήμερα ήταν σωστή επιλογή. Αν αυτή η νίκη και η άνοδο στην πέμπτη θέση δίνει ψυχολογία, και αν περίμενε τόσο αναποτελεσματικό τον Απόλωνα, ναι, ελπίζουμε να μα βοηθήσει να πάρουμε όθηση. Την περασμένη εβδομάδα μετά την νίκη είχαμε καλή εμφάνιση, αλλά χάσαμε. Προσπαθούμε να παίρνουμε τα θετικά πράγματα για να μας δίνουν όθηση. Για να περιμέναμε το 4-4-2 όπως έπαιξαν, αλλά στο ίδιο μέρος ήρθε με αρκετούς Μπορέσαμε να κρατήσουμε. Δεν δεχτήκαμε I, I, I will agree. And, and it's most of the things he said are uh, things that we also mentioned before knowing what he was going to say. And uh, I think I'm not going to say for the first time uh, what he said seemed to be uh, a lot more logical in comparison to, to other times. But, okay. Even doesn't mean that something that works today is going to work next week. And obviously the, the result is what counts at the end of the day. Because with Ike, we could have not lost the game. But it wasn't unfair that we had lost it. The thing is, you're playing with pressure every game. You know you, you can't afford to drop points. And this is another issue that Omonia has to deal with. But overall, OK, no surprises. Yeah, but, yeah.
0: Bro, no disrespect, yeah, right? But this isn't Paralimni, this isn't Doxa, this isn't Agrita, this isn't Olympiakos. No, this is one of, if not the biggest clubs in the league yeah so there's there has to be pressure there has to be but when when there's pressure you see which players have got the bollocks to step up when need be this is what i'm saying if you want to be elite listen this isn't a premier league club this isn't a champions league club i get it right so the pressure isn't going to be as intense but at the same time if you want to be successful you need to have players with the right attitude with the right mentality Okay, we can't have this. Oh, well, you know, we've got to really like lay off them a little bit. Okay, you can lay off them when they've played well and you've seen that they've done something for you to believe that, all right, we lost the game, but it was the fine margins. Okay, but then when you see unacceptable decision making, whether it be in goal, back four, midfield, whatever. it makes you think, well, is there enough pressure? Or is there too much pressure that they cannot... Um, Handle. They cannot... Yeah, do you know what I mean? And yeah. look, I understand the, the the culture more in Cyprus now, since we've been doing these podcasts. I understand that fans are going to be unhappy even if there is a victory. Yeah, I, I've seen it, but it happens everywhere in football. Ask United fans, Liverpool fans, they'll win. It's like, well, oh, we didn't play well. But for me... I don't give a fuck if you don't play well and you win the game. I don't care. I, I really don't care. As long as it doesn't you, become habitual. So long as it doesn't become a habit. Do bro. you know what I mean? That? It's like, okay, well, you know, we'll, we got away with it this week. We didn't get away with it today. We didn't get away with it because, all right, I, I agree. Our bottom weren't great. They're not a great team. They didn't give us enough problems, especially first half. But the fact is, we've won the game, which is what we wanted. We just move on. We move on. The job of the coach is to absorb the the pressure. Well, yeah, there's that. But at the same time, the job of the coach is to motivate them and to play to their strengths. And I think today was the first time this coach has played to our players' strengths. That being said, I still don't believe he knows his best 11.
1: Yeah, that's for sure.
0: Now, I'm not saying it's pick 11, I'm not saying that for a second. But at the same time, it goes back to what I've been saying for weeks on end. Once he's got a couple of windows out of the way, if they back him, because someone said to me last week, that I was I hit the nail right on the head with what I said, the, the, um, it's the people above that are going to fail him. Okay, the, the players will fail him, but not as much as the people above, because I'm sure he knows which players he, he doesn't want anymore. And I'm sure he's got a rough idea of the type of player that he wants to bring in. If they fail him like they failed Bergen and, and uh, Lennon in the transfer window, then the guy's got no fucking chance. He's got no chance. Yeah.
1: yeah, we'll have to wait and see. The truth is, he 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 in key games like especially the game against um uh, less the game with Aris, and uh, more recently the game with Ajax. He he those were games that he had the chance to gain a lot more fans and he didn't. And then in the press conference, some of the things he said, you know thank you. Nah. The sound bites. The sound bites. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't do himself any favors. So there's there's a lot there's a lot of people that you know he didn't convince let's let's put it this way he didn't convince a lot of Omonia fans, even though some people say that, like us as a pod, it's not his fault that he he inherited a team with so many problems, uh, not just Agonistica, uh, but uh, at the same time, no, no identity, psychology, discipline, all these things. But the thing is, do you think he has done enough... To be the one to lead us in the next year, this is the question. Because for me, I wouldn't mind leaving him till the summer. For me, there's no there's no question about him staying till the summer. I want to I, I want to see him stay till the summer. But I, at the same time, I want to see improvement. I want to see stability. I want to see intensity. I want to see character. I want to see identity. Uh, I want to see other things. So you know, he'll convince me that with him and with the right people around him and the players, he can... Uh, All right, let me ask you something. Not, yeah. I'm not convinced yet, but at the same time, it's, it's unfair to blame him equally with others who have been there before him, if
0: it makes well, sense. Th- this is what I want to ask you, right? He has had the same... Roughly the same amount of time as Lennon this season, not in yeah. general, but this season, yeah. right? Yeah. Exactly the same squad, okay. Perhaps with more injuries, perhaps, perhaps. But again, that's arguable because he hasn't had Fabi for, for God knows how long, All yeah. right? So has he done better than Lennon this season?
1: The question is, has he done better than Lennon last season when he took? No, no, no. no of- this this
0: season. This season. I'm talking about. This season,
1: no, yeah, but I'm saying that I'm comparing Ferreira this season to to Lennon last season because no, you can't, you can't. Similarly, you can't. no. Can't. What I'm saying is Lennon came in the middle of the season without him having a choice of bringing in any players. He similarly inherited a team that wasn't doing well. The psychology wasn't there. The identity wasn't there. They seem to be team players, what and he was he was there to nationalize uh, mm-hmm. the nomadan to the people, nationalize the people. So o did Ferrendo? pale now, again, paralabarni horizna without any genius who did it. I, I do should have done better because contrary to last season, when he took over, he had the chance to take them to pre-season. He had the opportunity to bring in some players. Now, whether or not he brought the players he wanted to, I don't know. Obviously, there's some players that he chose. Others, I'm not that sure. But I don't know whether... I don't don't want to believe that he didn't agree with, with the players that were were there, you know? Maybe it wasn't his his choice, but, for example, they told him, oh, we've got this option here. Do you agree? And he said, yeah, I don't mind, you know? So this is what I'm comparing.
0: This is what I'm saying about Ferreira. Put this this the way I see it is that I'm, I'm not comparing Ferreira to Lennon when he came because it was a completely different squad. Completely different squad. You know, we had more experienced players. We had more leaders, right? Um, and and we didn't have uh, a group of players that okay, they what they a lot of them were in fact most of them were title winners, but they didn't have the experience of only having one trophy to play for because the pressure was off in the league. Let's yeah. get it right. Again, no disrespect, Bayek, Olimpia Okay, Aiel were, were probably the strongest team in that in that Group B. So all he had to do was focus on the, on the Gibelua. That's all it was. Yeah. All right, okay, fair enough. He, he had to motivate the squad, but let's get it right. This is a guy who, as many people were telling me, he won numerous titles in Scotland. He was a winner. He won so many titles. He beat Barcelona with Celtic. He beat Lazio with Celtic. This is what people were telling me. And I was saying, watch out for this, brother. Watch out for him. Because I remember going to Edinburgh and getting in a cab and talking to the taxi driver who was telling me that he was picking up Lennon when Lennon was living in in Edinburgh, picking him up drunk. Man was being sick in the fucking cab, all that kind of shit. Taxi driver's gossip, bruv. Yeah? So when I get on this pod and I'm saying, I don't trust this, I don't believe in it, but I'm going to stick to him because that's the right thing to do. It's the same with this coach. This coach has come in and people were shitting on him because he hasn't got a CV, he hasn't done this. And, yeah, there's a comment saying here, you know, he's done a lot better. He'll always be remembered by that 4-0. If we got a 0-0 draw against ifs, buts and maybes again, hypothetically, if we held out for a 0-0 against Aboil with 10 men, he'd have been a fucking saviour. They'd have been doing fucking, uh, what's it called? Photo shots with a halo above his head. That is is it. And as I said... That's what I'm saying.
1: The games where he had the opportunity to show something, he didn't.
0: I, I get it. I get it, but... You know, all right. The the Ayek game was an abomination. The Abor Abo game was an abomination. And yeah, he didn't do himself favours by saying, yeah, we come into this game with good form because we beat o- Olympiagos and we beat Baralimni or whoever we fucking beat, Agrida. I get it. But, all right. Like, he's got a squad that isn't his. He's still getting to know the players. He's still trying to understand the politics and the bullshit that goes on in Cyprus. Yeah? What annoyed me? Right. Again, uh, about what he said the other day in, in, with the interview with, with uh, OCTV is that he was still complaining about the second goal that Les X got smashed. And I'm saying that it was a 50 50 challenge and Les X bottled it. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact is, what has he really done wrong for people to get on his fucking back? What has he really done wrong? Because for mm-hmm. me, based on today, they play with more intensity. They worked harder, again, given. But we didn't see that a lot, apart from Man United away. Players were stepping up. We were making the most of our opportunities. And, I repeat, because it's like a fucking broken record or or a broken iPod or whatever kids use these days, MP3 players or Spotify, broken Spotify. If he isn't backed by the powers that be, the greater power. The man in Chicago is sitting in his chair doing Zoom calls every fucking day. How's everyone doing? How you doing, in New mate? New York, yeah. in New York. Sorry, sorry. Well, is not he buying the Chicago bank or some shit? Oh, fuck knows what he's doing. Fuck knows what he's doing. You know, he's talking to his mate at TechLink, or he's talking to his brother in the the chief scouting section. The the chief scout that sits on the, in the dugout. Maybe that's a question that you should ask him from me. Why the fuck are you in the dugout if you're the chief scout? Why in the in the stands? Anyway, whatever. But this is what I'm saying, like, you cannot shit on the guy for what he's done when we're sitting fifth at the moment, which is better than what it was when the last guy was there, right? When he's playing with a deck of cards that no one, you know, he hasn't chosen these cards. He hasn't, these are players that he's having to work with. And look, we ask, why isn't this one playing? Why isn't that one playing? There's got to be a reason why this one and that one isn't playing. There's got to be a reason. Someone told me the other day that he someone saw Mix at the mall the day after the which game was it? When he was apparently sick. So apparently he's leaving. That's what people were saying. Someone saying to me that you know pano's not happy for whatever reason and he's arguing and all well, these paramithia man, it it don't help. Yeah. But it's it's no coincidence that when the team is doing bad, you hear rumors of this and that, and this one is doing this with that one's wife, and that one is doing this, and it's no, it's no coincidence. Look at Anorthosis. Look at the bullshit that we're hearing from Anorthosis now. Yeah. It's not Bull Lady. It's, it's uh, Humble lie. It's Vada with this player's wife and this kind of shit. Like, you know, when this shit hits the fan, like it, the holes dug deeper, dug deeper. But when everything's cool, there's no problem. Either. I mean, look at Buffer. They're like the Simpsons. Last year and the year before. Look at them now. No one talks about them. No one talks about Abuel. No one talks about their debts or the alleged debts because they're riding high. But when things ain't going well, bomba, there you go. Chill out, so and have a... re, re, push to Malaga. Listen, right? This guy is learning Greek slowly, slowly. So I want you to speak Greek, Rod. Come on.
1: Rodri. exit, no. Evening, Rod. Evening we'll have these. Uh, anyway should we wrap it up man we've done
0: over an hour and five minutes um... hang on, if he loses again against Abor, they will not sack him well it depends on where we are in the league <laughs> when do we play Abor next anyway when do we play them next hang on let me bring up the fixtures our next game our, our game against them ain't until apparently the 25th of Feb that's the day after my daughter's birthday we're going to win that um, so it's, it's the second from last game of the season second from last game before the league splits. Hmm. So, you know, okay, so where, where are we now? It must end we're Bente, yeah?
1: Yeah. Same points as Abolon, uh, but Abolon's got a game in hand.
0: Right, we're, we're seven, seven points behind Aris and we're nine behind Bafo. Yeah? Our next three fixtures are, ladies and gentlemen, Paralimni, Doxa and Ael. Then we've got Salamina. Now, I'm not going to sit on this fucking throne and, and, and get all excited, but these are four winnable games. Imagine if we win the, our next four games. Imagine. Imagine. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but just imagine if we win our next four games. A lot happens in Cyprus, bruv. A lot happens. See what I... Yeah, look, Rodri, oh. I was bailed out yet. <laughs> oh, God almighty. Cheers, Jason. Appreciate it, mate. Oh, come on. <laughs> come bring that one up.
1: <laughs> Never. Anyway, well,
0: bro. Listen, before before we wrap it up, we did a, a giveaway last week for the the coasters. Yeah, which was brilliant. We did the giveaway for the No Choftez Fanella, and Mario Mario won that one. So I'll, I need to get that one printed. Shall we do one more No Choftez Fanella giveaway before um, before Christmas?
1: Yeah, uh, why not? After anyway. When's the next game? What uh, The
0: next game is second uh, of Jan. Second of January. Okay. Away. The so Rusha. or Ian, Rusha. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Rusha. So the giveaway, we're going to give away a No Choftes t-shirt. Roy, do you want to stand up? You don't have to model it like you did last time, but you can show them the Fakan t-shirt. There you go. There you go. We do it in, we, we have it in black as well for yeah. our viewers. And I think we need to make it a, a fun question live on air. What do you reckon?
1: Go ahead, you're, you're the funny guy,
0: man. Oh, come on now, come on now. <laughs> All right, okay. So, the question this this one, okay, this could be a tricky one, okay. Now, I don't know what the tradition is like in Cyprus when it comes to Christmas dinner with the Igor Yenia. Do you guys have what, what Would you guys have
1: Christmas? No. <laughs> okay. So that's
0: standard. That's standard for Cyprus. Yeah? Mm. But what I want for people watching, because we've got eighty-eight people watching live on YouTube. So again, thanks everyone. But don't forget to like and subscribe and tell your nunna What I want you guys to do in the live chat is tell me the most random item of oh sorry, so the most random thing that's ever been on the drabezzi Christmas time. You know, like, I don't know, you guys don't have Yorkshire puddings. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you guys that. But is, is there something random like beetroot jelly like they have in Northern Ireland? Because <laughs> they do that beetroot jelly and, and carrot jelly. And yeah, George has gone Yorkshire pudding. I'm not giving you that because you studied in England. That don't count. Pav. That don't count. So I'm not having that. I'm not having that. What's the most random thing that you guys have had on the dinner table? Come on. Roy, I'll, I'll let you put the uh, the answers up. I'm gonna I'm gonna type up the email address for the
1: winner. No one has the,
0: random things in Cyprus. Maybe there's
1: the sheep's testicles that you know it's quite a delicacy.
0: Don't count. Don't count. Sorry. Doesn't count.
1: <laughs> Wagyu sushi rolls. Fucking Ooh. hell. Man. Where does this guy live, man? Ooh. Like, he's living in a fucking Sheraton fucking The Ritz.
0: <laughs> <laughs> man,
1: he's <it's> all Wagamamas. Wagyu sushi rolls from oh, Alex. Yes,
0: so far. So far.
1: Oh. Dear, my
0: dear, who
1: <laughs> eats Fuck off. I'm not having that. Extra <laughs> but We can arrange that. <laughs> Yanni
0: has been on you all night, man. He, he wants answers. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Bro, listen for, for the benefit of those viewing, right? Yeah, Roy, yeah. Roy's going to ask questions, right, to Daliboluzi, and I hope that Darabulusi doesn't turn out being like Kate McCann. In court, not wanting to answer ninety odd questions about her missing daughter, but anyway. So what are we what are we going with so far? I think the uh, the
1: the, the, su- the wagyu sushi rolls, man.
0: If he's- you're disqualified, you're disqualified. You're lucky <laughs> I haven't banned you, right? But I let you off because you didn't put down fucking drahana. That is vile, disgusting. It's fucking disgusting. I think Alex is
1: the winner, man. Wagyu sushi rolls,
0: but he he has to tell us that is he being honest? Where do you with live, his, Alex? Is he do, making shit live, up?
1: You know, is he making well, shit I, I up? I
0: believe it. I believe it because maybe maybe Alex has has um has uh, had Christmas dinner at a uh, an Asian person's home. Maybe his misses is from that part of the world, and maybe that's what they have. Maybe. He was, ah, I know what it is. He has to tell us why
1: she paid for it as well. No, 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 no,
0: no. This is is a technicality. This is a technicality. I've worked it out. Hear me out. Christmas Eve, he's gone out on the piss, right? He's gone out on a night out, got absolutely levered, walked out of a nightclub, and he stumbled across a a Chinese takeaway shop that was open Christmas Eve. And he walked in there like two o'clock in the morning. So it was technically Christmas Day. Alex, am I right? <laughs> Come on. Fucking Alex, a- you've done it. You've done it, haven't you? You've done it. Did you puke in your shoe like I did one year? I'm just saying it happens. Hey,
1: you can't go out fucking on a pisser and have waggy sushi rolls, man. You have a fucking <laughs> dodgy euro or whatever, I don't know, dodgy food. but submarine extra Yeah, but maybe planet.
0: maybe he went out in Chinatown if he's from London.
1: Come Wagyu on, Alex, where so... are you from? Wagyu is Japanese. Wagyu is Japanese. And Uh-oh. it's fucking expensive, man.
0: Well, I'm just saying what that. I don't
1: fish, fish, fish. What kind what of, of fish? fish? Cod? I fish. do
0: fish. but you know what? You lot eat the fucking head of a, a fish as well, man. I, I can't do that. I
1: if you No, 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 no,
0: no. no. You eat it on Are you mad?
1: man. Testicles are we talking about?
0: <laughs> oh man. Nah. See, I don't I don't mind fish. The smell of fish ain't too bad either. Although some people don't clean up properly. Um, it's tomorrow the
1: pot with ammonia. I know it's the total green eh?
0: I'm I'm still waiting for Alex I oh, want it. Here we go. No, man, my brother ordered the whole (laughs) revised. So where did you get these from? Oh, did you have them (laughs) in the freezer? Did you buy them from Alpha Mega and
1: then put them in
0: And Alex, well, look, I don't know if you're on Instagram or if you're on social media, but email us. Your, your details, and then we'll get that T-shirt made up for you. It will be at the T-shirt shop, so you'll have to go to collect it, unfortunately, because we haven't got a delivery service. But, um yeah, you've won. You've won the uh, the Christmas quiz. It's all right, man. I think we, we get more... Uh, oh, what does this fucking guy want?
1: Yeah, what does he possibly... want? Oh,
0: what does he want? Go away, fake DJ. Fuck's sake, man. Ah, you DM me on, on IG. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's always Avgo Lemony. Thank you. Thank you. If anyone tells you it's Trahana, you push him off a cliff. You take him to the top with Drodos What's it called? Not Drodos, a mountain. You take him to fucking, uh, what's it called? No, 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 no. Steljón. I'm not having this, bruv. I'm not, we share the same name. I'm not having this. Yeah. You take him to, uh, what's it called? Uh, Pedraduro Mule and you push him off the cliff. Yeah, that's what you do. That's what you do. Anyway, an hour and 15 minutes. Roy, we've done well. We've done very, very well. Thank you, everyone, for um, for contributing. It's been brilliant. And again, this is our last pod of 2022. No, 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 no. No, it's not. Boys and girls, I completely forgot. Wallahi, I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. I forgot to tell you guys this. We had a special guest planned for today's pod. Unfortunately, he could not make it. But I had a conversation with him today, and we have penciled in. So again, things might change. But on the 28th of this month, there is a strong possibility that Vitor Gomez will be no choftes. There you go. Vitor Gomez has been preliminary booked for the 28th. Of December, I haven't got time yet. Again, it's still, you know, it's gonna happen. But yeah, I'm, but it, no, I'm no. hoping it's, it's it gonna happen. happen. I'm hoping it's gonna happen. But uh, mm-hmm. so Vito Gomez is gonna be our our last guest for 2022, and I'm so fucking buzzing. And thank you to Kiko for helping us out to get this one because Kiko's, you know, we love him to bits, and he's still yeah. uh, looking after us as well, and he still tunes in and everything. So. And, and plus
1: uh, one last thing. On the twenty sixth of December is my birthday. So for anyone watching, who wants to send me a present, you don't have to, but thanks a lot.
0: Roy <laughs> accepts dick pigs? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you know no, we should have got. You know we should have got for Christmas a personalised USB, USB but in the yeah. shape of the shape of a dildo come on, wrap it up, my friend. Put a little bow on it.
1: Να, κύριε, τολίβων. Όπως είπαμε στη αρχή, πάντα που ευχαρίστωνά με λούμεν με τα μπουνίκια, δεν μπορεί νικήση μερινή εναλλάξει τη γεννημότερη εικόνα αντισωμάτας. Τουλάχιστον δεν υπάρχει συνέχεια και σταθερότητα. Ε, υπήρχε βελτίωση σε κάποιου τομείς, ήταν να βγάλει μια αντίδραση. Θα συμφωνήσω με τον προπονητήν ότι έδειξαν το είμαστε πεθαμένοι. Ε, αλλά από εκεί και πέρα χρειάζεται πάρα πολύ δουλειά. Δεν μπορεί μια νίκη να αλλάξει τη γενικότερη εικόνα, ε, την οποία έχουμε και τις ανησυχίες και τους προβληματισμούς. Από εκεί και πέρα κρατούμε την νίκη μέχρι το γόνο παιχνίδι που θα είναι αρχέ του Γενάρη. Επίση, η Ελλάδα είναι η Ελλάδα, η Ελλάδα είναι η Ελλάδα, η Ελλάδα είναι η σας, η Ελλάδα είναι η Ελλάδα, 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 η Ελλάδα είναι οι Ελλάδα, η Ελλάδα είναι η Ελλάδα, η είναι Before you do it, he's
0: he's done it. Before you do it, what I will say again: thank you everyone for your support from the beginning, or people that just started watching, or or whoever's been watching. Thank you. It's been a an emotional year for us. A very emotional year. We had obviously the, the managerial change, winning the cup, Manchester, everything. It's it's been incredible. And without you guys, we haven't been you know we wouldn't be able to do this. We wouldn't do it. Uh, So you guys give us the motivation to do this. We thank you for your support, all the Instagram follows, all the comments, everything. Um, You know, I try to be jovial. Roy tries to have fun with this. And, yeah, we do go off on a tangent sometimes. And um, we do go against the grain. And we do say things that perhaps people don't like. And, look, we love doing this. And we've had so many people in the past saying, oh, you're only doing things for clicks and all that kind of shit. We don't. We genuinely love doing this pod. We don't care if we have one thousand nine hundred and ninety subs, ten away from two <laughs> thousand. We enjoy it, but we, we enjoy it even more when you guys interact and you guys join in with it. And we see this as a little family, as a little barrier And um, again, yeah,
1: huh? that's what I was gonna. I was going add to that. That uh, no disrespect to other ammonia related groups or whatever, but it's the less toxic and and i i think this is what you said we, we are a small family and and we get to even though we haven't met with the people you feel like you know them a little bit you yeah. know because
0: yeah
1: you know so it's yeah. it's really nice man it's really nice to have you Jay. thanks a lot exactly. for the support since they dot. enjoy your holidays enjoy it with your family of course.
0: Enjoy, enjoy your Christmas. Enjoy it. Be responsible. You know, I said this last year, and I think people listen to me, but don't don't drink and drive. Don't do anything stupid. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's that time of year where you spend it with your family, and look, I'm ending the year with a funeral, unfortunately, uh, but I'm not going to go into that. But at the same time, like you need to value the people that you hold close to you. And I don't mean to get all, like, mushy and whatever but don't take people for granted don't take your family for granted don't take your friends for granted i know it's that time of year where everyone wants to spend it with their family and it's all you know nostalgic and obviously talk about but at the same time like january february march april may whatever all the way throughout the year don't take people for granted don't take your family for granted your friends um and just enjoy life yeah so um have a lovely christmas boys and girls um i hope santa gets you whatever you want and uh, I hope he doesn't empty his sack on you. Just be careful. <laughs> <laughs>